It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. This week on B movie breakdown, we watch a movie where Snow Dad is better than No Dad. That's right. This is episode number 62 of B-Movie Breakdown. I'm Corey. I'm Gina. I'm Ryan. And this week, we have watched 1998's Jack Frost. Not to be confused with the 96 movie Jack Frost. It's a horror movie that we've previously done on this podcast. Uh, This is not a horror movie whatsoever. It is a family comedy heartfelt tale. Oh, parts of that... That parts of that snowman stuff was pretty terrifying. Yeah. It is kind of terrifying, but uh, before we get going, uh, B-Movie Breakdown is a weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment in low-budget, lesser-known films of the past and present, or the good, the bad, the what-the-fuck. Each week's movie will be revealed in the prior episode, so you two can join in on the madness. This week's, this week's movie, can't speak tonight, is available on Netflix, like most of our movies are. You can listen to us if you subscribe on iTunes, our website, or bnbpodcast.com, or on Stitcher. You can reach us at our site, email bnbpodcast at gmail.com, Twitter at bnbpodcast, or on the face of the books. <laughs> Facebooks. Facebook. I got that one. Yeah, Jack Frost has a Facebook. The Jack Frost Band. So does your. Does he? Uh, he did. Reb Brown? No, it was your. Oh. <laughs> it was actually your. It was actually just your. Yeah. Excellent. Nice. Pretty sure it was legit. You don't sound too confident about that. I said legit. pretty sure. Pretty sure. All right, then. All right, then. Well, Jack Frost, starring the one, the only, Michael Keaton, Batman, Batman Mr. Mom, Beetlejuice. Multiplicity Man. Mm-hmm. He, uh, this movie is very weird. The premise of it alone is is really insane. It's uh, of a dad. He's in a band called the Jack Frost Band. His name, Jack Frost. Fitting. Very fitting for the, uh, the title of the movie. <laughs> and uh, the band itself, this seemed to be a band that plays uh, holiday-themed music, which is weird because... I don't know how you'd play year-round if that was your... Uh, you only get your... the blues on Christmas. Blues infused, yeah. full-tide yeah. songs. There were a lot of weird cameos in this movie, too. Even in the, you notice in the opening credits, uh, Henry Rollins is in this movie. He plays the ice hockey coach. But also, um, both Zappa brothers were in this movie. Dweezil Zappa was the guy at the club, like, listen to these guys on his phone, and then... You need to sign them. Yeah, and then uh, Ahmed Zappa was the snowplow driver i don't know what relation they had to anybody involved in this movie like how they knew they're uh, musicians they, yes <laughs> that about yeah it. that's about it their dad was a musician so put them in this movie uh, yeah it's just it's just very just weird uh the the whole premise is he's going to a gig uh, turns around i want i need to be with my family the entire band seems to agree that this gig is not worth it, even though it could have launched all of their careers. Not Christmas, though. Yeah, what, what kind of fat cat record exec wants you to play at his party on Christmas? Yeah. You have oh, family. And I like the band where they're playing in the beginning. 
the next day, uh, the radio station is playing their song, and the 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 DJ is like, "Don't ask me how we got that this tape." Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know what the dick jockey was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Those dick jockeys. Those dick jockeys, but. Yeah, he gets in an accident on the way back home from not going to the gig. He dies, crashes into looks like a bridge, a bridge like or the edge of the edge of something, maybe yeah. a cliff where it's like the railing. I don't know. It was very sudden. Yeah, it was he one valley. wiper going? Couldn't see. It's because he had an old car. The wipers on like the two sides, and you know, the one inefficient. Wiper. Well, they were going like this. It was like the two wipers, but in the middle. I just liked how they simulated death in a family movie. The camera got a bit shaky, and then they reversed it to the negative. Yeah. And, and then they it. cut to the cabin, <laughs> and the kid just looks outside the window, and then a year later, yeah. Yeah. and then you just have to uh, know that he died. I mean, you, you probably already knew that going into the movie had you seen the trailer for the movie, or commercials on TV, or anything like that. I don't remember commercials. You don't know what commercials are? <laughs> I, don't <remember. laughs> what I don't remember commercials. I'm not aware. I live in a glorious future. <laughs> no, I saw this movie like in theaters. I don't know what happened there. I was in eighth grade. Why? Why happen- you saw this movie in theaters? Probably. I don't know. Christmas is. Were you on like a, like a eighth grade like date? That was like Super an eighth, date. eighth grade date to see Jack Frost. It's this is the only movie we could get into. Guaranteed, <laughs> it's a guaranteed feel up. Every other movie is a guaranteed feel up. He won't waste your money. Feel well, good. When he has the snow boobs, that's the prime time to go in for the feel. Yeah, there was boobs in this movie. There's at least boobs. Frosty. Well, there were boobs last week in Jingle All the Way. There really weren't boobs in this one. Not that we need boobs, but it's always funny to see how far you can get into some of these crap movies before they show boobs. Because it's like they don't have much going for them, so they just feel the need to just gratuitous. Well, he like felt up the snow boobs. He did feel up the snow boobs. Jingled on. But my question to put out there: Who's hotter? Kelly Preston in this movie, or Rita Wilson in Jingle All the Way. Kelly Preston's hotter than Rita Wilson on any, the best day Rita Wilson ever had. <laughs> Ryan? Uh, I'd have to agree. I would also have to agree. <laughs> Even though she had, like, I, I didn't know what everybody was going to say. She had, like, dreadlocks Rita, in this movie. Rita Wilson did have, like, the, you know, look going on in the uh, lingerie scene in the uh, Jingle All the Way, or nightgown scene, but, uh... I mean, any part in a storm, but... If you have the choice. <laughs> <laughs> if you have the choice between the two. Hey, she'd probably be easy to nab with uh, John Travolta back at home, touching little boys' butts and giving them... But then... No, is he accused of touching little boys' butts or just grown Not men in a plane? little boys, but younger men than him. A little boy to a 60-something-year-old man. Is he 60? Is he's he? old as fuck. Is he already old? I don't know if he's 60. All right, well, he's old. You know what? Him and Crybaby alone was Crybaby? Like, Johnny Depp? Not Crybaby, what you call it. The one, what, what was the other one? Alright, but boy. I'm delirious. What's the other one? Judge Volta is 59. Yeah, fucking almost yeah. 60. Eh, eh, 59. Oh, God, I hate it, both of you. 59. 59. Still anyway, kicking. What is it? Not... Not Crybaby. The other one, Christy Alley explains why John Travolta was her greatest love. Ooh. Ew. Hairspray. Michael. They were cute in, in Look Who's Talking 1 and 2. Look Who's Talking 2 is amazing. Speaking the of toilet. which... Roseanne. Give me some pee! I'm convinced that this part was written for Bruce Willis. I, I, could, I could definitely Bruno. see that because of the... Uh, 
music background and things like that. And um, the fedora. The fedora as well. <laughs> Michael Keaton just came in and swooped in. He had frosted tips. Jack Frosted. I want to see when... Oh, never mind. I was going to say maybe because, like, the look he, Michael Keaton has in this is very similar to the look Bruce Willis has in Hudson Hawk. And Hudson Hawk had a musical moment with Bruce Willis, like, singing and stuff, and that flopped so hard. And I thought maybe it was, like, because of that, but 1991, that's a seven-year oh, seven gap there between Hudson Hawk and Jack Frost, so he was maybe... Just, he just never recovered. He just it. never recovered from the Hudson Hawk uh, travesty, which he kind of, like, Tommy was sewed that and still to this day tries to say that they were intentionally trying to make that movie bad. I don't know if any of you, either of you have ever seen Hudson Hawk, but it's fucking that. horrible. It is... I don't know what they were trying to do. It's like watching a cartoon movie. Like, it's just, I don't know. Like babies. But live action and, like, every time he punches somebody, it's like, boing. Like, it's really silly and it's just, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it mattered who you put in the lead because it wasn't around very long. Although I did think that Michael Keaton was, like, weird sexy in this until he was, like, a deadbeat douche. Was it, like, his blonde tips or, like, like the the earring? Like, the earring going or... But like Ryan, it just looks it looks normal on him. Maybe because I'm used to it. But like Michael Keaton, it just looks it looks like he's trying too hard. I just thought he I was. I don't frost too... my tips. This is true. Yeah. Get your tips frosted. Yeah, come on. Then we'll talk. Frosty yeah. tips. He also he also had two earrings only in his left ear. Yeah. Kind of well, because if it was in your right oh, ear, then he'd be gay. That much. I have one in both. Of my I know, ears. but back in the '90s, remember that was like a big thing. So was AIDS. To have your ear pierced. So if he was in the right ear, then he were gay. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Super gay. If you noticed, like his bandmate also had his only his left ear pierced. But he was questionable. He was. I'm pretty sure he ended up banging Kelly Preston in the end. Yeah, or he's like living the in their house after a while. Yeah, I mean, like it's only it's only natural. Like they. There's not too many other bachelors around in the town, probably. A lot of people seem to have families. Snow I don't man. think Sid Gronick is going to be banging Kelly Preston. He's too worried about snowmen seeing. Sid Gronick is Henry Rollins' character, uh, since we didn't mention what his character's name was. Sid Gronick. But yeah, he, when he gets in the accident, he ends up coming back magically as a snowman. How, we don't know, because he gives his kid a present that is a harmonica for Christmas, and he tells him it's magic, but he's clearly just making this up. He makes up a story about this old Wayne, whatever, and he's just looking at the Wayne. He was nine feet tall. He's looking at the Wayne Gretzky poster, and he makes it up. And then later on, he even says, he's like, well, I played the magic harmonica, and he goes, I thought you were just making that up. He goes, I was. So, So, like, it's just like, I don't know how he came back to life as a snowman. It's just, it's just an insane concept for a movie that well, and then at one point when he's trying to rationalize it, that he kind of breaks the fourth wall talking about, come on, coming back as a snowman? How original. And he continues to just make fun of the fact that it's a very well-known story. Yeah, it's just, it's weird because usually there's some sort of reason why somebody comes back as something from the dead. Like there's some sort Vengeance. of science experiment... Some sort of, like, actual, like, ma- magic thing going on. A shooting star, or something some like that. some sort of Aurora Borealis thing happening with the whole harmonica and then the... Yeah, but it wasn't, situation. like, didn't, like... Yeah, I don't know. It was just very, very weird. He told this kid it was magic, and it was a bunch of bullshit, like everything else he ever told this kid. Except that time it wasn't. <laughs> Man, I guess it wasn't. It was just... 
Another thing we noticed in this movie is that everybody in this town constantly throwing snowballs. I don't think there's a scene in this movie where somebody's not throwing a snowball. They got out of school and, like, immediately it was a, an elaborate snowball dungeon. Well, when they got out of school, it was, like, the whole back, like, the hill on the other side of the school was filled with kids. And they were having this war. It was, like, a game that they play. Uh, it was very weird. It was weird. no game, butthead. It was no game, butthead. Charlie Frost, the main kid, he was called the Brain. They never elaborated on that. Yeah. He was a brilliant tactician. I don't really know why he was called that. Uh, the bully one kid, he goes, East Snow, you little wieners. I thought oh that line God. was great. There were a lot of really good uh, one-liners in this movie, especially by the bully. Uh, speaking of the bully, he also doesn't have a father, which is stated later on in the movie. So when <clears throat> Charlie's dad dies, he's like, uh... We can't even bully him anymore since his dad died. And then, what does he say? He says, well, the time he got over it, some of us never had a dad. Not <laughs> my dad. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But then later on, when Charlie needs help to get Jack up to the mountains so he doesn't melt, he says, come on, help me. You know what it's like to not have a dad. <laughs> like whoa, guilt trip. Like, snow dad is better yeah, and then than he no says dad. snow dad is better than no dad, and helps him get on the back of the truck. How did they even know where that truck was going? How did they know it was going to drop them off minutes from their cabin up in the mountains? The very secluded cabin. This is very true. Got to get them up in the mountains. But the the most ridiculous part of this entire movie, and it may it maybe we should save it for last. I don't know, but maybe not. Because it's just so ridiculous, I, we have to talk about it right now. He's gonna. He has to go away. He tells Charlie, "I gotta go away." But I'll be back I'll be, again someday. Yes, Frosty the Snowman. He's gotta go away. An issue I have here is why does he have to go away right now? <laughs> it's bored. okay. Okay, in some movies where there's like a magic thing, something you have a time limit. You only get six days. Like, oh, you come back to life for six days to wrong your right, like to right your wrongs. To, you know, some sort of Burn thing. The other way yeah, around. fuck everything up. Yeah, to fuck everything up. <laughs> it's like the opposite of Groundhog's Day. It's, uh, it's just like you have like a time limit, but he just is like decides, I gotta go. Nope, I gotta go now. I can't be a snowman anymore. I can't do this. I don't know. Wasn't it even like, it wasn't even like it was getting warm, was it? it? It was starting to because it was like 50 degrees, but it was still Christmas Day a yeah. little bit before, so we still... No, it, it was Christmas yeah, Day. Yeah, they still no, had Colorado. like, they, they still had like at least probably two or three months of cold weather, you know? So the douchey deadbeat dad never fall. he never falters, he's a doucher still to a fault. Goodbye, kid. Yep. He just uh, ditched out, but when he go, when he's leaving, he's like, he's like, "What are we supposed to do when it gets warm?" Charlie literally says, "We can go to South America, <laughs> because when it's summer here, it's winter there." <laughs> and he's it is, not correct. And the dad does not even correct him. It doesn't skip a beat. Keeps going with it. That is one of the most insane things I've ever heard. And. In a movie that is was supposed to be some sort of hit, you know, some sort of like, you know, box office smash or something. I don't know what they were aiming for. Some more money than I'm sure what it made, but that's like some next level, like really low B movie level, like. <laughs> that's the lines. worst that's service like a, he ever did to that kid. That line it is just geography all wrong. 
Yeah, he was his geography teacher, so he just just thought that was right. Just terrible. Yeah. Just, like, I just can't even believe that was said. Actually, yeah, this movie underperformed like fucking no other. The budget was $85 million. It only made $34 million. Oh, my God. Yikes. It took a hit. <laughs> How did they pose it as, like, a feel-goodery? Like, the dad's dead. He's back as a snowman, but, like, not forever, just for a little bit. And the snowman's super creepy. Thanks, Jim Henson. He was. He, he made me feel uncomfortable at times. Especially yeah. with all the jokes about his snowballs. Yeah, and when he figured out he didn't have a dick, like, right off the bat, when he was a human, or a snowman, when he came to life, he, like, felt around. Like, if oh, I was God. a human without a dick, I think I'd freak out. Yeah, he immediately was like, no dick? What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, this movie was directed by... Uh, hold on. Troy Miller, who is... Uh, best known for his work with Mr. Show, and there was an even a, a fake commercial that was on Mr. Show on the TV at one point for... Uh, I can't remember. It was like a burger commercial. And they're like, oh my god, eat the big giant burgers! Yeah, and it's like it a whole thing, because the commercial just keeps getting more and more ridiculous. It's an episode about censorship, and the, during the commercial, it just keeps getting more and more ridiculous, and, the, and they're like, "You got to try these burgers; they're crazy good." And the guy, the next person's like, "Yeah, they're so goddamn good." And then like Brian Posehn is, and he's like, "This burger's fucking awesome." <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's, it's just weird that that clip from that like whatever burger commercial was yeah, in there. Yeah, there's a lot of bizarre people referenced in this. Yeah, yeah, like uh, Stevie Wonder. Steve, Stevie <laughs> Wonder. Uh, I don't know the the. Screen was kind of uh, pixelating again at that point, so I couldn't tell if it was Stevie Wonder or if it was just a white guy. With I think it was dreads. a old white guy that similarly resembled. Uh, I mean, why Stevie the hell Wonder. not? Wait, Wait, why when not? did Stevie Wonder come in? At the uh, what was the festival called? Shiver Shiver Fest. Shiver Fest. Yeah. <laughs> the Shiver Fest. Oh, yeah. Where people were throwing. Samples. Where where they discussed how Mike lost his groove and uh, how one day Mike's gonna get his groove back. But banging Charlie's mom with wow. Stella when she gets her groove back. Yeah, Angela Bassett. What? what? Yeah, and oh yeah, and after after they go to the thing, the talk, talk, talks to him about like possibly rejoining the hockey team and things like that. Um, <laughs> the friend Mike, he is standing outside his house talking to the snowman, who's his dad. And the, the van, this van pulls up, and it's his hockey team. Uh, Coach Grotnick, who had seen the snowman previously, the only adult, I feel, to see the snowman actually talking and walking while he was roaming the streets at night, and he's kind of gone crazy about it. Um, Charlie says he's going to rejoin the team. One, I, we don't know why this van just randomly pulled up and stopped. It could have just kept driving. But also... The little girl, who's Charlie's friend, is standing on the other side of the van because both doors are open. <laughs> and I, I don't know why she's there because she's not on the hockey team. And then she gets in the van. When she says, you should let Charlie join the team. I thought she was like, she was the, the She was the voice was of reason. Was she on the team? I'm pretty sure I saw her when What's-His-Face was having a void rage in the hockey scene. I was like, oh, that little... But why was she outside of the van in yeah, the first place? why was she outside the van? It was really weird. Maybe they were not... And, and, it was like a really weird continuity team. error, or unless she lived across the, the street from Charlie. And they were picking her up. Yes. Which wasn't explained. It wasn't explained. So it just seemed extremely random. It did. That they just and then when Charlie says he's going to rejoin the team and they want him to, 
He goes and gets his stuff, and then he stops to talk to the snowman in front of all these people. Hello! And they're all like, yeah, he's talking to the snowman again. <laughs> like, literally, if you could... If if, it, if this movie was from uh, the perspective of anybody else, everybody would be like, look, there's the crazy kid. Yeah. There's the crazy frost boy. Mentally ill. But yeah, like, he needs to go away for a while talking... He broke after his dad died. After his dad died, he just kept... Carrying around the snowman and yeah, he, like, yeah, him he's around. carrying it around town. Yeah, he's like pulling sliding, it pulling it on the sled around town, just like, just there's the crazy boy. It's almost like um, there's always those things online where it's like, uh, like Calvin and Hobbes, what it, it really is, and it just shows like this crazy kid with like a t- stuffed animal, oh, yeah, and like he's just I like being crazy with it, or the like same thing with Adventure Time. They've done the same thing where it's just like the, the kid's actually crazy and all this is just in his head and it's it's like a similar similar thing going on here. The 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 guy who was his best friend was his his name was Mike, right? That was his character's name. Yeah. Mac. Oh Mac. Mac. Oh. I kept thinking they were saying Mike. But Mac. Uh that guy was on the show still standing. Yikes. And uh, I always remembered him from that. I like that show. I just remember him from A Knight's Tale. Am I am I weird for liking that show? Still standing? I thought he was funny on there. I honestly don't remember what that show. It was, was. A, it was a sitcom. It was uh, it was about him and his family. They were like lived in Chicago and stuff. And it was weird because he's British. I guess I didn't really <laughs> realize that. I never really seen him in many other things, but I didn't know he was British. But apparently, he actually is. Because uh, he does, like, a normal, just, like, everyday, like, almost kind of Chicago accent on that show, so. Huh. Apparently, Paul F. Tompkins was in this movie as audience member. Ah! I didn't, uh, think to keep looking out for them or reading that last week, but I forgot to, you know, keep an eye out for that. I didn't see him either. Yeah. Well, I mean, audience member. Where? Where? At the concert in the beginning? I don't know. We'll send oh, a tweet God. to Paul F. Tompkins and... See what he has to say about being in Jack Frost. I mean, there there were actually a couple other people that were, um, Mr. Show alum people in this movie, too, like Paul Tompkins was, and then there were a couple others that were, I noticed, uh, one of the news people was, uh, I can't remember his name, one of the guys from Mr. Show, and yeah, yeah. That is funny. Yeah, there were a lot of, like... As far as there wasn't a David Cross and Bob Odenkirk cameo in this movie as well. There were some funny lines, though, but mostly about, like, getting drunk. Like, when the little boy was, like... It's like, what did he say? Oh, did you bring me a present? He was like, yeah, I brought you some swords, some knives for the olives and the onions. And he's like, oh, yeah, for martinis. He's like, Mom puts those in my lunch. I'm up to two a day now or something. He's like, oh, yeah. You must make you martinis now. And I thought it was funny, but also wildly inappropriate, Dad. Yeah, and then there was like weird lines, like the coach when he's yelling at the kids, he's like, "Now wipe the ice with their filthy butts." Yeah, there's a lot of butt humor. Yeah, the butt dad. That was that was a joke that went on far it's too like, long. What do young gentlemen love? Butts. Yeah, because he's like butt dad. And he's like butt dad. That's what teaches you at school. Butt dad. Well, that makes you butt boy. Butt hurt. <laughs> And just it was just like a joke that was going on <laughs> way too long. And uh, Michael Keaton throughout the movie when he was alive, he just kept getting more and more nineties. <laughs> like oh, his yeah. hair, the glo- he had sunglasses on. The little like multicolored colored John Lennon glasses. Yeah, exactly. and then remember that one point he had that really ridiculous coat on too. <laughs> yeah, like, like I don't know what was like, going on there. Like 
um, Timbaland-like type colored coats with the little pills on it. And also, what ridiculous thing in this movie... There were a good chunk that was filmed on location, but anytime it wasn't, it was so painfully obvious it was a set, especially where their house was. Like, the house next door, it didn't even look like it was really there. It looked like a, a backdrop. Yeah. It was painfully bad. And the green, some of the green screen stuff, too. It makes you wonder what they did with that $85 million. Yeah. yeah. However, um, to be honest, I guess maybe with the animatronics and stuff like yeah. that, because because the it was a suit and an animatronic head that was made for this movie by the Jim Henson Creature Shop, and but there were some CG moments. I mean, this is early on. This is ninety eight, so CG wasn't so heavy. Um, only a few movies had done it really well, like a Terminator Two or Jurassic Park, things like that, where people who knew what they were doing species. were doing it as a as a species. Wasn't that a lot of CGI? Toy Story. I remember. I just don't feel. I just don't ever hear people really mentioning on the brink of CGI. (laughs) Natasha Henstridge and and Michael Madsen and Species. I remember when Species first came out and people were like, "CGI robots and graphic designers everywhere. They're taking all the jobs." That's what it was. They freaked out. Really? I just remember she. That was the turning. I just remember she's like naked and then she like, her like puts that thing through the guy's head when she's making out with him. That's probably totally it. That blew everybody's mind, and they were like, oh shit, we're fucked. Species! Natasha, Natasha Henstridge is fucking taking over. Aren't there like four of those movies? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of those. Robots. It's okay, she ended up starring on VIP with Pamela Anderson, so we, Whoa, all, we all know how that worked out. No, do tell. Do tell? Uh, it didn't work out so well. <laughs> Good old VIP. Good old, um... HPV. <laughs> no, she had something else. She had something else. Who? Hepatitis C. Hepatitis, yeah. Yeah, uh, Pam Anderson. Mm-hmm. As like as much as I don't enjoy fake breasts, go on. S- still, like a while back on the podcast, we had watched Barbed Wire, <laughs> and I was still like, maybe it was the thing from just the '90s and growing up then, and she was just like. Oh my god, she's so a badass. So maybe that was where it was, but I was like, she's still like pretty hot, and then she has fake boobs, and I, and I don't normally like that, but like, I watched that movie when I was like twelve and was disappointed. Yeah, it's a very <laughs> it's it's a painful movie. It's the the only the only thing that's that they were going for was boobs. boobs. And they you see her do a good job. You it, see her boobs, and if it, you can't impress a preteen. You see her boobs, and she's in very tight leather outfits the whole time, with very poor dialogue and a very weak plot that goes nowhere. Wasn't the intro of the movie like five minutes of her getting water poured on her? I'm pretty sure. No. Her, in the beginning, is just her, like, kicking people's butts. Uh, boobed wire. Boobed wire. Boobed wire. But it was clever, because her name was Barb. Her name was Barb Wire. Oh, my God. Her name was Barb Wire? Yeah. That's why the movie's name. That's why the movie's called Barbed Wire. It's a, it was based on a comic book called Barbed Wire, um, a much more successful comic book than the movie ever was. Well, the movie um, wasn't a comic book. Whoa. Whoa. Mm. <laughs> anyway, no more boob talk. No more boob talk. Uh, I don't talk. even know how we got talking about that. Pamela Anderson. How did that? Like? I know you're oh, the VIP wrong. species. Species to Natasha Henstridge. Boobs to VIP. To Pamela Anderson, it all connected. And the, the species, the CGI, because those are two things that always go together. 
They could also do it that, like, five-minute loop of Kate Upton flop boob that we watched before f- recording this. With the leak spins. Go watch it. It's good stuff. And the meat spins. Um, and then there was the part where Kelly, Kelly Preston was also, like, weirdly, like, almost hitting on her son. You want some marshmallows? You want some marshmallows? One. One. Two. <laughs> and then she just dumped them all over and made a mess. Oops. Oops. <laughs> I spilled them. Reaches, like, leans over, like, cleavage showing. Kid, oh kid gets his first boner. Whoa, in a Looking at his mom. Oedipus complex. He's gonna have to stab his eyes out with a brooch. What do you think you did with that snowman that oh late at god. night? Oh god, yikes. No. You better when he put all those holes in it. Oh my god. Oh yeah. The yeah. J shot. The J shot. <laughs> I didn't even. It what was do you think? Sick. What do you think the Charlie Frost J shot was? Oh my god. I'm, and that's how babies are going. I'm glad I was like 90% deliriously asleep at that point. We weren't we were joking about that then. You're getting it now. What? Oh no, I saw the holes, the holes. Yeah. Santa. What what part the were you talking about where Santa. you were asleep then? Right, the part where he was doing stuff with a snowman cuz that didn't happen for real. No, I know, but he put the holes in them. <laughs> he did. I saw that. He sure did put some <laughs> oh holes in them. Oh my god. All right. You're so right. Total J shot. Gross. Gross? Yeah. I Why guess. did he have a cork nose? Because he was an alcoholic. <laughs> right? I thought that the whole movie. That was, I don't think that was a, a subplot at all. Well, he did mention a couple of times, like, um, I think after he, he got plowed <laughs> by the snowplow, he's like, oh, I've had some trouble putting myself together in the past, but... <laughs> he went out drinking with his band and missed his son's hockey game. Yeah. He didn't go out drinking, he was... They were at the bar! <laughs> no, they weren't! There was a bar! They, they recorded were and they were at a bar! They were recording their music! But then he looked up at the clock and it was totally a fucking bar. That was at the recording studio that later that on at night... That has a bar? That later on at night functions as a bar. But they weren't drinking. For a, for a deadbeat dad to be wasted at. So he misses his kid's hockey game. He's a good dad. He came back as a snowman. And then left forever after like a month. Not even. How? What's the timeline on this? I think three days. What? Fuck that dad. Yeah, then he was like, I'm leaving. <laughs> Peace. Peace out. I gotta yeah. leave. It's gonna get warm again. He wasn't even like broken up about it. He just told them like, "Hey, go ahead and garnish hey, my wages." Apparently, uh, Michael Keaton actually did sing those songs yeah, in this movie. I can tell that. that that doesn't There's, surprise me. You, um, you can actually get you can get the soundtrack, and it has Frosty the Snowman by oh, the Jack Frost Band. I can't wait. Has Roll with the Changes, Ario Speedwagon, Merry Christmas, Baby by Hanson. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking Amazon Prime this shit. Every time we say goodbye by Cole Porter. Don't should, lose your faith by the Jack Frost band. Should Amazon drone it? Amazon drone. Oh yeah, the Amazon drones. Kept there that you drone. go. I didn't hear Billy Idol in this movie, but apparently a Billy Idol song was played. I don't remember Semester that. And the song "Sleigh Ride" by the Spice Black Girls Christmas. was played. I don't remember that, or just what? on the soundtrack at least. You don't know. Lisa Loeb? That, yeah, that, that was, was like the that end of the movie. I, tough hockey movie. I like open, music. Hanson's on the soundtrack I... twice. Good lovin'. Ooh. Yeah. What? The J-Shots. And the... And... Oh, and I even remembered. I was like... Oh, none of these songs are available on the soundtrack CD. However, the CD does feature most what? of the songs. Why did this... Why does the wiki page say that? But there's a cover of Gimme Some Lovin'. It's like Blues Brothers did the song and other... And whatnot. And, uh... Hanson did that cover. I was wondering, I was like, this cover is awful. And it was fucking Hanson. 
But Perhaps. I did like I do like on the wiki page how uh, in the description towards the end it says after telling Charlie that even though Jack will be in the afterworld. Afterworld. Oh my god, what the fuck? Afterworld. Yeah, I don't want to offend anybody exists. with the, a Christmas movie. And then Jack returns to the afterlife. Yeah, because Christmas doesn't have any fucking religious inclinations whatsoever. No. No, no ghosts involved in any Christ- sort of other Christmas movies. Oh my god. No, of, or of past, present, or future. Mm-mm. Nothing of that I'm sort. not familiar. You're not familiar with me neither, I don't... But why did Michael Keaton turn back into, like, the actual dad... Because he was a Before ghost. Before he left. Cause he was possessing that snowman. Yeah. I still say that's like child's play. He's poltergeist. It's polter- poltergeist. That's a young person. It's a poltergeist. Most of the time, poltergeist is brought on by a younger kid. He was a kid. That's Michael Keaton was possessing the snowman. He's an old ass man. Yeah, In poltergeist, was... they never they never say what the po- what the ghosts are. They're just polter. They're just ghosts. And in the second one, it's an old man. It's an old man. You you're full. You're flawed. No, you're flawed. In the second talk. Poltergeist movie, it is an with old man. With the Indian. Yes, with the Indian. Yeah, it's an, it old an old fucking man. man. I spent ninety percent of my college career watching haunting <laughs> ghosts. She, she is ghost the resident expert. This is yeah, but all those shows are fake. We're talking about Poltergeist, the that movie, is which is true. real. Well, I hope your ass gets haunted so hard. We're talking about... Butt haunted. Butt haunted. We're talking about that little girl. She died, and you're mocking her death. Who died? The little girl from Poltergeist. Carol Ann. Carol Ann! She died, and you're mocking her death. Oh, whatever. A lot of fucking people died during that movie. Why? Because you don't mess with voodoo, hoodoo, and ghosts and shit. You know what? Fuck ghosts. I'm saying it right now. Come at me. Come at me, bro. I ain't afraid of them. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. You guys are done. Ray Parker Jr. taught me well. There's a pentagram underneath this table. I see it right now. You're all fucked. No, yep. That's a rope. <laughs> to hang yourself with when the ghosts get too intense. There is a rope. Why is there a rope under the table? I have no idea. This wasn't our table. Oh, well, that's pretty weird. <laughs> Anyways, uh, a couple other weird things about this movie. The When he's a snowman, he has insanely good accuracy with snowballs. Oh, yeah. Uh, he apparently he possesses powers to do so. Uh, also, he's really good at uh, snowboarding and turning a sled into two snowboards. And his son is also very good at snowboarding without any sort of bindings. Um, Just on a toboggan. Yeah, the snow the, the, the sled chase scene was rid- was ridiculous. That was the, the snow boobs happened. Uh, there's two children that died during the scene. <laughs> crushed they crushed by, a by snowball snowboarder. That was smashed into another snow boulder. These kids clearly died, never to be seen again in the rest of the movie. Why um, didn't the kids, like, why did no one at any point be like, what's up with that moving, talking, fucking crazy-ass toboggan-riding snowman? Oh, maybe they're going so fast that they couldn't see it. That's... It was camouflaged against the white background. There we go, camo. Well, at one point, somebody did the one bully kid when he got flung off his snowboard. He goes, "Whoa, snowman!" Wow. <laughs> but later on, later on, when the snowman talks to him, he literally just goes with it. He at first he's like, "Who said that?" And he's like, "Me." And he's like, "Huh? Okay, just <laughs> it's fine. This is hey, normal." Snow dead. Yeah, this is just a normal everyday thing. I uh, I want And then they, they right before the snowball chase, they throwing snowballs at. Charlie and he falls off like a small cliff. So and they're just laughing. Murder. 
Hilarious. Yeah. Good 30 foot it's drop. It's like the last scene he's in the good zone. Clutching onto the roots. And then when he's like throwing the snowballs, he's like, I'm the wizard of blizzards. But then when he's like <laughs> scooping the snowballs and throwing them at like 90 miles per hour, then he like carves little. I'm out of gas! Yeah, he like, he like runs out of snow underneath his hands. And he's like, I'm out of gas, let's get out of here. And he, like, tells the kid to run. And, like, you can literally hop over, like, two feet. What is more conspicuous than you flailing your arms about moving over to get more snow? Well, speaking of balls, uh, his balls were freezing. Oh, yeah, all the time. That was a ball reference. Yeah, we had to have that joke when they jumped out of the back of a truck going up a mountain they just jump out the back and down a hill and they're fine and yolo he, and he's just like, they might as well done that when they jumped yolo that was the that was the invention of yolo Should've was been. jack frost right here Damn. yeah he just goes my balls are freezing like ooh fresh powder yeah oh yeah yeah and oh yeah fresh powder and then when he's when he's leaving for good he's like I will always hear you. <laughs> yeah, yeah like the creepiest the voice ever. Yeah. This is like he went into Batman, like <laughs> Beetlejuice be like, mode or something. Yeah, I don't know. Like two years nice line, fucking mom. He's gonna be jerking it and just be like, <laughs> think his dad is like. Yeah. and even even the beginning when he when he tells him he's his dad. What a weird moment. I mean, like yeah. like a snowman just comes to life and is talking, and it's, you're already scared enough, and then the snowman tells you that it. That he's your dad. Oh, I hope your father. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's Vader, just really, Vader really, really weird. And then it, the mom is like, why'd you turn the snowman around? Because he's watching the TV through the window, and he goes, turn him around so he could uh, get get his tan on the other side. Even his tan Even out. His tan out. I don't know, the weird. whole, like, the whole, like, snowman weird. moving around and, um, like, what's-her-face, barely even noticing. Like, there's times where he'll be, like, straight up just full-on fucking creeper staring at her through the window and then like she's like oh like I, I sense my snowman husband but there's nothing nothing out there it's like fucking creepy as fuck and yeah like then wouldn't you just be freaked out oh the snowman's not there one day and then he's all oh, turned so around when she came home that's terrifying day, yeah he's and hiding he in the fridge in, he had hiding him, in the closet had him in the kitchen and she noticed that the snowman was gone and she pulled in but then when she turned around, he was back out in the front lawn. But he just thought she was going crazy. Yeah, just really, so just some really weird stuff just going on in the, you know, in this movie. It's I just, like the '90s fashions. Yeah, it was rad. <laughs> rad, it totally was like rad. Only That's a movie we should watch. Rad. Snow. You baggy pants, snow punk. Is that what something that was said? Yeah, that's what he called yeah, the bully kid. The bully kid, yeah. Whoa. That's definitely, if we could find that movie, we should watch that rad. Doesn't that kid call the other little kid a wiener, like, right off the bat? He's like, you're a wiener. He, oh, that was in the beginning. And then he called him a twerp. He's like, you, he's like, I don't know, something about wieners. I just love all the little kid movie slang, like, for, like, just Remember insults. when he said, damn it! Yeah, the kid said, damn oh, it. Oh, yeah, said, damn it, a bunch of times before he had an existential breakdown in the driveway. In... One another really creepy thing in this movie was when the when Jack as snowman, after he's run away with his son, calls home, and talks to his wife, 
It almost reminds me of that scene in Big where he calls home to tell his mom he's okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he's like, oh, he's like, oh, no, uh, he's okay. I can't remember his character name in Big. And she thinks he's kidnapped. Yeah, because fucking Mercedes Rule was like, my son! Yeah, Yeah. it's like, you know him, it's me. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, so it's just, it's a really weird... This is your dead snow husband. Yeah, it's just very, very weird. But then at that point when she arrives, she acts as if she knew all along and everything was fine. Oh, it's my husband in that snowman. I'm okay. sorry, I didn't believe you, Charlie. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you? Just He's a crazy 12-year-old kid. Just Obviously dripping, or uh, yeah, dealing and then, with the loss and then even of when she tell When he tells her, like, the snowman's dad, it's dad. Like, this is just when the point where it's gone this far, and you seem to be like, okay, we need to have a serious talk. You need to get therapy. Yeah, you need help. Well, she's son. a single parent. Well, I think the repercussions of nothing being done with the mental health of young men in this country is pretty clear (laughs) all the way back to 1998. I don't think we need to go that far. This is the reason Columbine happened. Whoa. Jack Frost. I uh, think you're taking it a tad too far. Cutter Mike. Cutter Mike. Cut it off. Too soon. You're cut off. You're way too drunk. I mean, I could have gone with a slew onslaught of millions of other shootings, but... Oh, so you're fine with other shootings, Sandy Hook, other things like that, but... Hey, whoa. That's... You're you're, not, you're you're out of line. I'm out of line? Yep. You're the one that went there. And then, 100% intense. You made this dark. I'm out of order. You're out of order. This whole damn show's out of order. This whole damn show is out of order. Pretty much. So, get your shit straight. Is that what it said? Is that the next line? What? But I thought you guys were doing a bit. We were, but then we strayed from that bit. What's it from? A Few Good Men. There you go. I never saw that movie. Sorry, guys. You don't have to be sorry. I know, but it's yet another, like, staple movie that I should have seen. Well, Jack Frost from 1998 was pretty ridiculous. I really don't have much else to say other than the logic (laughs) that you can go to South America... In the in to in the summertime and it's winter down there is. He was just gonna take his dad on an airplane. Just that was fine back then. You could get that fucking snowman through customs back then. That's just fine. melt them down. They used to let you bring those larger bottles. Yeah, whatever. There you go. No big deal. I think the moral of the story is if you be a douchey musician dad with a Christmas theme band who drinks all the time, misses his kids' hockey games, you're gonna die, come back as a snowman with no fucking wiener, and then only to melt like three days later. Jeez, but no he didn't even wiener. melt, he just left his family again. Yeah. He didn't melt, he just, the magic took him away. Maybe you could feel inside of him the magic pulling him away. Oh, that's That rich. was the delirium tremens. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Coming to take me away. You don't think he was an alcoholic? I just don't. I don't think he was an alcoholic. I feel like he was just having a night out with his band. In spite Corey, of, he played the blues. He missed his that, kids' hockey. He played game. in a Christmas band. That's a, what a, a better way time. to mask your problem. An innocent Christmas band. Nothing hanky going on here, except for when I fucking drop Irish car bombs after the show with everybody. Miss my kids' hockey game. Man. Why did Henry Rollins have a giant, like, patch of white hair? Because he was screaming for so long. Because he does. That's just just his hair. His hair is like that. 
Even when he has his shave, a buzz oh, head. Oh, his actual hair is like yes. that? Yes. When oh. he has a buzz head, he has that patch on the back of his head. I'm not well versed in the Henry Rollins, like, hair. It's weird that he was even in this movie to begin with. Uh, most movies he's in are action movies, uh, things like that, and he plays a bad guy. This movie, he didn't really play any sort of bad guy or anything. Uh, I guess whatever, a different role for him, but just a really out of, kind of out of place. Uh, Let's say where it got him. Wipe your butt. Yeah, with the, with I mean, he, he was nothing before Jack Frost. Like, I don't know. I know that's really no put it on ever, the map. Who's ever heard of Black Flag? Uh, yeah, yikes. Rollins Band. No one's ever heard of them either. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know anything about that shit. I don't, I don't think he's written any books or anything. Either. No, he doesn't do any sort of spoken word things or anything like that. That sell out all over the place. No one knows. Mm-hmm. We snapping? Us like <coughs> spoken word, uh, like coffee house and. Props. Beatnik shit. Yeah. Beatnik shit. They don't do that anymore. Well, <laughs> next week I feel like we should keep Not going with the holiday theme since this uh, the episode will probably end up going up right on Christmas around Christmas or something like that. So I'm saying we the options here: Silent Night, Deadly Night, oh. Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Whoa, what? <laughs> Santa Claus the movie. Or, uh, I think Santa's sleigh might be on demand. Is Santa Claus the movie that scary double old, super old one? No. Do you want to oh, watch wait, that? Oh, you're talking about... Do you want to watch the Santa Claus double one? Absolutely never in my life do I want to see that scary double Santa Claus movie. You're talking about Tim Allen? You're talking about Tim Allen. No, <laughs> Santa Claus the movie stars Dudley Moore, John Lithgow. Oh, jeez. Master Toymaker sets up shop in the North Pole, but one of his elves goes to work for a greedy toy baron... Who wants to put Santa out of business? I like John Lithgow. And uh, that's Santa Claus the movie. I hate Dudley Moore. The, uh, he plays the elf. Uh, apt. But we can also watch, like I said, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Or Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. <laughs> Why would I want to start with the yeah, second one? I don't know. Yeah. Well, when I saw the Jack Frost movies, the murder Jack Frost movies, uh, I only ever saw the first, the second one first because that family video that's all they had because that was like a family video staple hey we have three four five and seven but we don't have one two oh yeah you know why because everybody's (laughs) little kids are dicks that's why they fucking put the stuff in the microwave they eat pizza Mm, i don't know if that's the excuse when a store first opens huh like the one in manuka when it first opened it like those some of the older dvds like distributor i don't know where those even come from like just saying, somebody's some just saying. Back why don't you just have it's, movies like Nightmare on Elm Street don't cost very much to get on DVD. You can have all eight of those movies. You don't have to have one, two, three, six, and ten. Our district manager never went for that. He never. They were too spooky. They were too spooky. Those those other ones. I feel like the reason they never would do it with scary movies is because there's like nine million scary movies in family video. Yeah, but the popular like ones. Eighty five percent. I feel like the popular stock. ones you should yeah, have. I mean, you have like, certain franchises that you know most people recognize. And Nightmare on Elm Street is definitely one of them. It's inspiring. It's not like it's like oh we didn't have. Uh, Attack of the Sasquatch 2 and 3 2, 3 and 4 They probably do have that actually Yeah that's what I mean They have all the shit sci-fi shit Grab stuff. whatever you can Out of the bark and They have all the direct uh, The sci-fi channel originals But they don't have The, the movies people actually want to see I wonder if they have Ghost Shark uh, I recorded that and I never oh, watched Shark. it. We haven't watched it either We're never gonna That's not It happening. might be on uh, Netflix Sharknado's on Netflix So Sweet. 
But, uh, so what are we watching? Santa Claus the movie, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians, or Silent Night, Deadly Night? Oh, it's Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah. We'll go with Silent Night, Deadly Night. I, it's a, I downloaded it forever ago. I don't, I've never seen it. I've, uh, the only reference I have for Silent Night, Deadly Night is this, from the second one, there's a clip online of this guy putting out his garbage, and this other guy goes, garbage day, <laughs> and then he shoots the guy, and then he just laughs in the street. And stares at the gun. Yeah, and I just, I just know that that's from Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Uh, I don't, I don't know anything else about, and I remember the, the cover for the third one had, like, evil toys on the front, like, stuffed animals, and it always I freaked me out that. as a kid yeah. at the video store. Uh-huh. So, Silent Night, Deadly Night, uh, if you, you, first you survived Halloween, now try to survive Christmas. <laughs> Good tagline. So yeah, next week, uh, I think it's on Amazon at Instant Video, uh, you can find other means of getting it, I'm pretty sure, uh, parts on YouTube, or in full on YouTube, I'm sure. So that'll be next week's movie, check that shit out. Also check out Jack Frost 1998 if you're in the mood for a feel-good family movie. If you're with your family, if you're with your family, and you want some creepiness to my family's shine through, so uh, well, you know what? Toughen up, toughen up. Some of us never had a family. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So for B Movie Breakdown, I'm Corey. I'm Gina. I'm Ryan. We'll see you next week. It's the best of the worst.